0: Hello and welcome to Bluebells Forever, a podcast with interviews of Bluebell dancers past and present. Join Sherry Lewis, a Bluebell herself, as she leads us on a journey through story and experience. And now here's Sherry. Okay, so this is an exciting one. Is it recording? Yes, it is. Okay, <laughs> this is my first in-person on the showgirls road trip showgirl road trip yeah Athena and I are doing this road trip visiting I don't have to talk to the camera sorry this <laughs> right oh, that's here good. that's good the fun part is we're in person so I get to I see agree. people that I've either seen on the flat screen or I haven't met yet and I only know you through Facebook a comment I'm like of course we'll come see you so I'm at Jack Jackie Conan, I asked you, That's this, okay. it still falls <laughs> out of my brain. I had an eight hour drive today from Reno to here. So my trip went Seattle to Oregon, spent the night in a place mm. called The Love Shack. It was a cute little oh, oh, Airbnb. She? she was really <laughs> sweet. She, and then I drove uh, eight hours to Reno. Okay. And then we saw I saw a lot of people and got to wear costumes at, from Hello Hollywood. Hello, That was like, a, it was just amazing. Mm. And Thank then you. we drove eight hours and I'm like, <gasps> So I get her house, your house is amazingly beautiful. And I get to sit side by side. Thank you. And we're gonna do something different today because I normally can't do this on Zoom. So I just want to welcome you. Thank you for welcoming me into your home. Absolutely, absolutely. So we were in the same show. We were in Hello Hollywood, Hello, but not at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of those shows is like, it feels like we were on the show at the same time and it's not possible, but somehow we all were. in this magical like show family it is it feels like that it just feels like even though we weren't at the same time i never met you until i saw your your podcast and your pictures i just immediately felt like there's a hello hollywood person yeah like me yay. <laughs> <laughs> same same tribe same people exactly um so i'd love to hear a little bit about how you started dancing and why because i'm always so curious that's having the theme on the we had really to you have eight hours to talk about oh, and dance and shows and podcasts and like the journey and like what we've learned from doing this i think it's been like a lot of our own memories coming up and healing that surprised me that i didn't know it was important um but we talked like every space nobody has a straight line story like it's fascinating of how if you thought you're gonna be a dancer a professional and just kept going there's always twists and turns right, right. some people weren't even pursuing this or like, i can't really even imagine I can't even imagine for, for me, because for me, it literally was as according to my, my mother, I was, you know, I just came out dancing, you really. know, so <laughs> even though I didn't start the training or training dance classes at seven, it was music and a stuffed animal. And there she goes. Really? You know? Yeah. So for me, it was just this immediate connection and music. And I came from, uh, my whole family, uh, it was in the arts and are in the arts still. So it was not necessarily a given that we were gonna be in the arts. Yeah, but it turned out that because my mom was in the arts and my father, but as a hobby, um, my mother was a singer, opera singer, and piano musician, player, poet, writer, English journalism, you know, so she exposed us to, we all had to take piano lessons, whether you wanted it or not. <laughs> really, how long did you do it for? Uh, piano, I took until I was 12, I think, and then I finally said, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> I just want to take dance class, you know? Did so, you need to take dance at the same time? Or I, I did. I need to. okay. I was busy, 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 busy. Just, you know, seven, started with ballet, and then it was adding tap, I think, next, and then it was, hawaiian and polynesian which was great for me to kind of loosen up the hips yeah so. especially if, you're only, if you only do ballet then the hips get like an only one locked oh in. there's other options exactly where did you grow up dancing in california in okay. southern california so hawaiian was this studio like just had all these things or did you have to go no. other places to find it i've mm-hmm. never heard of hawaiian in yeah. a regular ballet tap jazz studio it was funny she had such a diverse training and I think really ballet was sort of her actually her least amount of advanced training. So she would then get to a certain level and she would hire people to come in. But she just loved going to Hawaii. And every year she went with her, and her, her husband, uh, she would take Hawaiian Polynesian, And then she'd bring back what she learned because she was a dancer. She right. was like an all-around dancer. And... Uh, you know, she she performed in, in films. She she did extra work, and then she opened up her dance studio, and that became her primary uh, way of earning a living. When she uh, had to, you know, leave her marriage, and then she married again. And anyways, that's that was her thing. But yeah, it just literally kind of was like one year, two, three years. Okay, now I want to add this, and want to add this. And by the time I reached middle, well, we called it junior high school. Yep, I was junior high yeah. on school. <laughs> well, Did you insane. ask to take dance or was that like, like piano? You take piano, we're going to put you in ballet. I asked. You to asked me. to do it. I why? Asked. Do you know why? Was, have you seen it or just? I just wanted to dance. And my father was actually a folk dancer for fun. And his sister, they were a teen and they used to go, um, they used to dance the polka, the shawdish and the waltz and they would, tr- they would uh, go to different fairs and yeah. um, he he was, uh, he grew up in in, in London, England. Uh, I guess it was Dorchester, Dorset is where he was born. And then he came over when he was 12 because of the crash, the 20 crash. So they lost everything and they came here to the United States to have a new start. And then from that point forward, he was a US citizen and, Served in the army, World War II. And anyways, long story short, he ended up meeting my mother um, through through the arts because she was in a biopera company, wow. and uh, his sister and his, her husband was an actor. So that's how the whole arts thing kind of came together. And my brother and sister, are both professional musicians in California. Really? Yeah. I'm like, I think of the kids that grow up without any arts in the home. Like the parents, they don't appreciate or that's not brought in, because some of my kids never have seen a ballet or never seen a live performance, because it's not given that that's what people are exposed to. So for you just to be like surrounded in it, and also I bet your music appreciation was probably different. Oh, for sure. I mean, there was music constantly, classical, jazz, country, and literally I would go to sleep with my sister playing her instrument, and my brother He plays the French horn, she played oboe, so I was like in the middle, having to go to sleep Well, they were practicing until eleven o'clock. My son played um, trombone. Oh, lovely! It is not. No. not. <laughs> I know it's not. So, like it was just when it, they're practicing. It's just there's some instruments that start out pretty good. Like when my daughter played guitar, I'm like, oh, even as a beginner, that's right. so sort of soothing. Yes, but we had geese, and my son would sometimes uh-huh. open the window, and play his trumpet out to the geese, so he hear, and then they would. And they, the they would hop back, there. and the oh. neighbors are like, "Oh dear God!" But I mean, yeah. it's it's a learning curve. But I know both my kids like music, but there's some instruments that would be easier to fall asleep to. Others. Others. Yeah, I the know. French horn. <laughs> I I I still hear it in the back of my head. I don't know how I fell asleep, but mainly because I was so tired. I yeah. Didn't. From, from school to dance class to dance class to come home, do homework, you know, and pop in a, a TV dinner or reheat eat some leftovers. And that's what I lived on, you know. So I was like, were you dancing every night? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Monday Well, Monday through Friday. My parents would not allow me to take class Saturday until I got older. Yeah. And then it was like, that was what everybody was doing. He took ballet five days a week, you know? Yeah. So, so the, everybody, whether well, you were dancing was taking taking it seriously. You said the studio gets like, to levels if you want to advance. Exactly. Were there I people that kind lead. of pushed you had to leave? I had to leave, yeah. Uh, That's the lead. hard part if there's nobody to look up to. Like I remember when the big girls would graduate Absolutely. and you're now the big girl like, well, now who do I have to look up exactly. to or to aspire to or like? Yeah. Well, what was really cool is she allowed us, the ones who were, Kind of the best in the group to then be able to choreograph. I mean, at 15 or 14, you would allowed to choreograph for a recital, and wow. that was just like a huge deal. But that opened up my mind and my heart to, ooh, not only could I be a dancer, but I could actually create choreography. And that then led down the road to, you know, Civic Valley here and choreography for contracts overseas and that. So maybe if I hadn't had that chance, maybe it would have been like I don't know Right universe. to be trusted with it—that's like a really good start. Big, big deal. And not everybody's a choreographer. I see a lot right. of people. I have a dance studio. People like they choreograph one thing and then they're ready to go like oh, I have to do another because it was like their <laughs> whole life was this one thing. And like no choreographers are constantly, but they I think they think it's easy. And then you go, that was every idea I ever had in that two minutes. That yeah, right? that's cute. So it's cute. kind of like to try it out and work with people who are not like they're your peers, but not like right yeah you need to try things out because i even still look back and i'm like oh i really liked what i did and then i'll look back at something and go (laughs) could i have redone that please There's you things know. about style that just changes. There's and, I have dancers that do what they think is cool. Like, you know what? In ten years you're gonna laugh at that. Yeah. We laugh at <laughs> all of the dramatic lyrical or like some of the moves, like, yeah, it some of it stands the test of time. Well and, even disco, oh my gosh, disco disco hit. And I couldn't stop playing Saturday Night Fever. My parents <laughs> were like, please, please turn it <laughs> off, please, I'm begging. You. <laughs> and now I think, you know, the the finger. Oh, it's like the thing with we mock. <laughs> You yeah, I are mean, just like, oh, my gosh, how funny. My kids are looking. at me like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to see you doing this. Please, no. Stop. <laughs> Did you, were you watching awesome. like musicals or were you oh, yeah. into to dance? Yes. Can I ask how old you are? No. No, okay. <laughs> I'm almost, I'm getting close to the big 6 so. Okay, I'm yeah. 61. Okay. And I feel like a lot of people <laughs> are like, okay. But it is yeah. like how um, some of the, when the dance movies were making like I was mm-hmm. in Hello Hollywood when all that jazz came out and they rented a theater and the whole cast were to see together. And it was way different than watching with someone who doesn't care about dance. Yeah. Like I think we were yelling and cheering, but then it was also chorus line was not long after. Oh, flash dance. Oh, so there's There was just whole dance. Everything and I was, was like, changed. I can do this. And yeah. this is like, it was so inspiring. And it kind of went away. And then it gets made fun of. Yeah. But it also, a lot of us, like, oh, this is, this is, this, this was what we fun. grew up with. Yeah. This was our, yeah, State is impressionable in our heads. Yeah. Know? And then, and then when hip hop came out, it was like, whoa, what is this? You know, and, and I, I started to take it at the gym. They were offering, like, that was my introduction to hip hop, was through the gym. Really? But then obviously it went further and further. And I'm not made for, I don't have hip hop. It's but hard I to be taught. Yeah. I still loved it. Yeah. You know, I tried to do it, and I would enjoy it. But I didn't look like everybody yeah. else. I was this giraffe trying to be like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. so did you have any desire to be a professional dancer? Did anyone say this is a thing? Because a lot of times, like if you want to do it, but you have no idea how. Or I knew I was going to dance. I really? knew it. Yeah, I knew it. But when I grew, when I grew three inches in a year, which I know I've heard this story from a lot of people, was like, yes, you're tall, but you you're, you're five, six, five, seven, three inches in one year. And I knew right there, I was like- Were mm-hmm. want you wanting to be a ballet? Well, like I was a... luckily, I was in the Beverly Hills Ballet uh, Company, this poster I just found from, um, and the thing that was really nice about this company was that they were looking for ballet answers. So three of us from UC Irvine would drive down to LA to rehearse after, you know, all-day classes that you see are go for the rehearsals. And it was mainly they wanted us, because um, we were ballet dancers, very, very decent ballet dancers on point, but we were tall. And that yeah. was just, like, unheard of. Yeah. So other than those types of groups, I knew everybody was like, "We need to go to Vegas. So okay. they were, okay. Yeah. So how, how old were you when you decided to make that big shift? Um, twenty. Well, I graduated from UC Irvine, and I guess I was okay. And I came. My first auditions were here in Vegas. Did you drive down without? With Did you have any connections, or you just drove down? Doing this road trip and driving to Vegas, I was remembering what it was like to yeah. be young and go. I have no idea. Look at the lights. Oh my god! I've never been to Vegas. You had no connection, no like nothing. How to audition or where to go? Nothing. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just drove. Here, uh, one time, my husband and I weren't married yet. He came with me and I auditioned for the Lido, but they were looking for somebody to immediately take the spot. And so they said, We'll hire you, but can you start tomorrow? I was like, Why well, don't live here? <laughs> and so, well, we need somebody to literally start rehearsing and start in the show in a week. And I was, I trained my artist. Oh, I'll move here, I'll just get my stuff. I don't need my stuff. I'll just stay. I'll just <laughs> live in the theater. I'll just live here. I don't care. No, 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 no. We can't. That was your first audition? My first audition. My first audition was at the Lido, and it was a similar thing. Okay. If someone told me to go backstage and talk to... Yeah. Okay. And then I just walked... Well, security would never let me do that now. I walked right into the oh, same really. room. They're like, no. And I just asked to audition. It was the same thing. Someone had just sprained an angle. Oh, I auditioned, gosh. and then they said yes, and then the girl came back. And then I found out about Hello Hollywood, but like when they need you now, it's like they need you now. Yeah. You get warm just come down with a bad because you maybe <laughs> I thought it was, you know, at first I was like, what? That's, yeah, like who does who does that? Yeah. yeah. Who says you're hard? To start tomorrow. Yeah. I was really, really disappointed. I thought this is easy. Why did I just get this job? And then I didn't. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. What so it was kind of hard, hard on me, you know? Yeah. But then I came back. And they had an open call, open audition for for Jubilee, and I, again, that one, the other one, I wore black, just a leotard, a, a very high cut leotard. This one in the ad, it said bikini, so I went out and I bought a pink bikini. <laughs> I didn't know anything about show yeah. dancing, and so. I'm up there, Don Arden's sitting out there, Fluff is there. I don't know who these, I don't know any of these names. I don't know any of these people. And I was like, you I was just like, did fine, did everything just fine. And Don's like picking just a couple of girls and- Was he yelling at people and calling? Okay. Call this one singer a big fat pig. And, and oh, I was like scared out of my yeah. mind because the other audition so, was yeah. wasn't like that. Yeah. It was very nice and very, easy i mean i thought and then i was just terrified but i talked i don't know where i got the gumption but i just felt like i needed another try and i went up to Fluff. i over from adam and i asked her can i come back tomorrow she goes were you called back i said no but but maybe if i do better tomorrow and she was so nice she said okay uh That shows a lot. I think there's something I've heard with Fluff and Don Arden. There's a naivete that's almost charming because you're bold enough because you don't know to be afraid. Right. Like, good for you. Because I know. I couldn't have. Yeah. Now I look back. But that's like, it's really good not to know, but to have the courage to ask for another try. Like, all right. She did. She was like, okay. Was it the same combo the next day? I don't remember. Gosh. I I honestly don't remember. Did you feel more confident the second day? I felt, I did. I felt much more confident. But what had really been the saving grace for that experience, even though, you know, we're always devastated when you don't get something. Yeah. So I met a, a woman named Nicola, and she was from South Africa. And she, again, it was one of these things that you happen to meet somebody, and she lived maybe... 20 minutes from my parents' house in the valley. And she just took me on her wing. And she said, this is what you have to wear. She gave me a, a, a black two-string and a bra on the top. She told me, and she showed me how to do my makeup. She just took me under wow. her And so the next day, when I came back, I wasn't in the same outfit and everything. And it was just like this person came here to help me, and she ended up getting the job. But then she couldn't fulfill the job because she didn't have her work permits in line or something. Oh. that's so unusual. Mut- I mean, I think yeah. I hear those stories, but I think a lot of people think cutthroat and we see awful movies where dancers are out because we were trying to get the same job. Oh, but when someone also like takes the time, she was. And like, I I I just kept thanking her and thanking her, and I don't know. She just felt like she had maybe it was a kind of a maternal thing because she she had said she really wanted to start a family even though she was still dancing she really wanted to start a family that's what she ended up doing but um she wasn't that much older than me she was more like 29 or something to me it was like anybody in their 30s was older right right how are you still dancing (laughs) exactly it's like but yeah so going back to where we were I I knew I was going to just push and push and push and I was going to get on a stage somewhere did you get that audition you know it was funny I didn't get cut but again it was one of those things where we have five I think it was five openings and there were like eight of us on the stage and so I didn't get it but what I did get was I know what I'm doing I get this I just drive to Vegas and do this I mean that's pretty amazing well you know, yeah, and, you, you, yeah, you got your first ones are just go. What is this? What is this? Yeah. yeah, and I had done a contract in Japan, but we—I never auditioned in in the right kind of clothes. It was uh, a studio in uh, Santa Monica, and she hired us, and we went to to Japan to do a contract there. And this was a whole other level of professional showgirl dancer in Vegas. And then I ended up going up to Reno. So I, when I did that audition with Jillian, I was so happy, but I was also so ready. I was, I had everything right. I had book hair. My what hair. happened in between there was a, did you have to wait a while for the next audition? I didn't have to wait but like four or three months, three or four months. Were you, t- were you living down here and staying here? I was How in, you uh, I had moved back with my parents for I think four months. And I flew Reno and I got the job. Yes. <laughs> we, when, what uh, year did you come in? 86. 86, 86, 86. okay. For, Miss, for, Jillian. for Jillian. Oh my gosh. I'm interviewing said. her tomorrow. We always say it's like the best. Okay. Her and Adrian together. Best management. Absolutely. So what we said we were going to do, because no one else has a scrapbook when yeah. I do it. Can we start with this? Yeah, please. Because you, you went through all these changes. And I was... When I left, it was still the regular Hello, original Hello, like Tiller was still in it. And then I saw the video, I'm like, wait, what happened? <laughs> and then I've been hearing from people who were there for the different Change to Eat. Um, Jackie has the programs. And this is so fun because I've only seen the original one. And I've seen that one, I think, on yeah. billboards. I think it was used for a lot of, like, I still has a Hello, Hollywood, yellow, or uh, orange and red. So tell us a little bit about coming into Hello Hollywood Hello, what that was like to be in the biggest show in the biggest stage. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe the size of the stage, you know, and the just watching everything that had that was going on, the elevators and all the stage crew, all these costumes, all these people running around. And you know, the show that I'd done in Japan was just a small little review show. So we didn't have. We had, you know, costumes that moved and we had props and we had basic lighting and that was it. Had- did did this you see was- the show uh, before you started rehearsals or did you start rehearsals and then see the show at night? Like- um, they did. Donna was the line captain. She taught us the show um, and we all watched the show. Isn't that amazing when, yes. you, when you see, like, oh, that's what I was doing? Yes. I was in shock, I mean, the, career, the I was ready, technically, I knew it was easy, not easy, but absolutely I could do this. So that didn't scare me or throw me off, it was just the size of the whole production. But even still, I mean, I don't remember all, all of it because we were backstage, I mean, we didn't go and just sit and watch the show all the time, yeah. we were in the show. so. Sometimes I'll, I'll I'll look at things and go, why well, don't why well, don't remember that? Yeah, and yeah. I feel terrible. I feel terrible that I don't remember. Well, I like I watch video of Pell I go, I don't. I think I had seen it only the night that you see the show and you're rehearsing, and then exactly. you never see it because you're doing a fast change. Exactly. So then to watch the the video that that the yeah. full production that's on PBS somewhere and go, that's beautiful. Yeah. I think I saw. I'm running past it and never really got. Or to the sing- singer parts, like the yeah. singers. I wasn't paying as much attention because I was a dancer and I was thinking of that mm-hmm. and I listen or I look at the singers and I was like wow oh, that was really beautiful yeah and I still get teary-eyed with the uh, green space you know, the oh that's one of my favorite the lifts that they were doing then I still think that amazing, amazing. yeah it's like it was so unique the partnering that I had. it's not your typical ballet lifts or no that just, double down that oh. Liz used to do and I used to watch Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful! <laughs> and you were a bluebell. I was a bluebell. I was never told in that show. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did um, with Michael Darren, and and those shows I did some work, um, covered work only though for for Hell on Leather. I, I never ventured over to. I would have if if the show had kept going, I might have considered it. But you know. did you go to the end then? eighty six until closing? One month till the end because I got pregnant with my dog. I got pregnant. Surprise, surprise, I got married and then we took a, a little jaunt to San Francisco and then I came back and uh, so I made it all the way. Um, I was so thin and they were able to put me in different costumes at the very end of my pregnancy. So yeah, not I, end of my pregnancy, but end of the time. And then uh, there's only like four weeks left. So I didn't get to do the last show, but I was in the audience you for the were, I thought. It's beautiful and sad. Like I was talking to people, I like, talking with earlys and the people talking about oh, like, yes. taking your makeup and taking your stuff off your mirror. It's so sad, but I love how they said they wanted to embrace it fully. And it was sad, but it's like, this is it. This is I, could, walking. Have gone, I uh, could have gone more. I yeah. could have gone more years. I was so happy. And you were living the Reno life. It felt very much settled in, in Reno. It's you not did, like, yeah. other place. I'm going to be your short-time wife. Right. You know, invest in stuff because I to be here. I loved it. It was uh, like they say, the biggest little town or whatever, however they say, it, the biggest little city. I loved it. I thought it was really great. Um, although I, I was ready to move to Vegas when the time came. Yeah. But I was told, you know, it's going to be uh, tougher. It's gonna, and it was. Yeah. And, uh, very competitive. Very competitive. So. How, how long into your pregnancy did you perform? Five and a half months. Really? Yeah, I almost made it to six Which months. costume? OK, did they take you out of any certain costumes? Blue sleeves. Okay. OK. They took me out of um, at the very, maybe just the last week, I, I didn't do blue sleeves. And then they took me out of pink ponies at the end, and they put me in a singer's, I do I wave, pretty much just waving in the car. Yeah, cart. I think that perform you? Yeah. She let me, me. unusual. Like, you still have to be part of the cast. We still contribute. And you just, yeah, don't need to show your time. It was just hilarious because I was like, but I don't know the part. And they were like, it doesn't matter. Put the costume on. I'll just tell you what to do. And so it was literally like, okay, now wave over here. Okay, now look at me. I'm looking at, I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. oh But they weren't really just character. Right, right. But it is really great. You get to still be a part of it. Oh, it was, it was, and then I think I came in at the best time only because uh, of the star system. Yeah, because like, you have got the programs, and I've only seen a few of these. So, t- is this in the order? That, or do you remember yeah. the order? It's okay if you don't remember because I know. It, can you explain that? Because I know, like, they took things out. They took Tiller out, and then they started to bring acts in. That kind of was helping yes. boost ticket sales a bit. And it did change it, was, it up. It was a star that people recognized. Um, so, like. Well, Charo was amazing. She was not only a great performer, she's a great guitar player, guitarist, but she was also a really, really nice, sweet woman. Um, and my family, my husband's family, half his mother's side are Colombian. And so they had come into town from Colombia and she's, I asked her, I went and asked her, could could I get a picture? Because they would just love that. Sure, sure. So I have a picture and they were just like, this was a goddess in their their community, you know? And and the fact that she just said yes like that shows how wonderful the person she is. Because there was an opportunity for not all the acts, but there were the dancers were part of the celebrities that came in. The, there were some of the acts that they included us as dancers, or we auditioned for, like Charles. I had to audition and, and to be a backup, one of her backup dancers. And then the guys, um but Suzanne Summers, I never, we never did anything. She did that raining men. I think it was called raining men. She, she had men. Men. Okay, men. good. Yeah. <laughs> there's no rain. There's no men. Yeah. So did did you all get to audition or was it like oh yeah anybody didn't matter where you were in the show because this is a long break right Right. this is when the acts would are they still doing the other thing like we used to have gauchos and And this was in there yeah so when I think about gosh what these people were able to see for that ticket price this huge production then you have a star then you have acts yeah I mean I I just would have loved it too yeah I, I would have Definitely wanted to come kind of see all of that, you know. So. What was Charles? What was her thing that you guys got to do? Was it like a style, like her style of Spanish guitar, or what? No, she she did a oh, I forget, and we did this number. We learned it. We had our poofy sleeves, and it was just fun. It was just tons of fun to do. And then what was so bizarre was my husband and I went to Hawaii one year. This is after I don't know a couple years later or two, three years later, and she was there with the same costumes that I wore, <laughs> the same number that she done not know what she was doing in a night, like a nightclub restaurant. And I, I was, I got this. Let me put. do you remember me? <laughs> oh. So yeah, it was pretty fun. So for the because I can see some dancers not wanting to do this, like, eh, I'll just have more time yeah. backstage with that for Pictionary was the thing to do. Pictionary. If you're not in the act, you get more time. Mm-hmm. But also to mix it up a little bit, if you do the same show, it must've been fun mm-hmm. to have something new to work on. And I did. I loved it. I guess not everybody, you didn't have to, it was really, it was all voluntary. But you had to audition. So yeah. It was wasn't much. like you just got got right. it. So I was like, hey, you know, a little extra money and another number and it was fun. And- yeah, I was happy. So um uh, and then the other one that really threw me was I didn't even know Jim Neighbors would sing. He sings opera. I've oh, only God. heard that from of Hollywood people. I think I'd only seen him like on like some of like he was kind of the <laughs> kind of guy. He's, and to uh, find out like, oh my gosh, he has this yeah, He had this whole other image and this whole other character. And I only know knew him as that comedic actor and funny and silly and there he is singing, you know, with this deep, beautiful operatic voice, and I was like, "Jim Neighbors." <laughs> <laughs> and there he is every night. I'm hearing him on the speaker, and I'm thinking, "Wow, you just don't know the talents yeah. that people what what they end up getting on television for, and then what are their actual real right, right. way of telling i yeah. so. what a great chance for them too to be also have like this. This other full production yeah. building up the energy before they come up. Yeah. No, Did anybody nice. else use dancers or was that kind of just I think thing? the yeah you know, was I don't recall anybody else besides the guys for Suzanne Summers and then the girls for Taro um, Fifth Dimension, no Carol Channing. Carol Channing, I don't think she had anybody either. Right um, I'm just trying to across the Furcos they work with Stephanie Lawton. Yes. She, her yes. episode's coming up next week. She does the best Carol Channing in first station. Does she? Better than Carol Channing. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good that uh, she was talking about how getting to know her. Like, for you guys is to have some of these people that are real people, it's not the celebrity thing when you're in the same. I station. was just like, this is really, really special. I knew it was special because, yeah. I mean, it was as if it wasn't special enough to go every night. To have this be my job then on top of it we have these people who are stars in the right and they're coming here to to re- reno right little yeah. town i mean we love reno but they're coming to our town so were you kind of settling into the reno life and yes. then you're pregnant were you thinking maybe you would stay there or my yeah. husband no way he he was like i need to be in a bigger city this is too small for me He really, really was a big city kind of person. Yeah. So we settled on coming here because of my work and he ended up starting a business here and it just, we stayed because it worked out. Did you, you kept dancing obviously because your scrapbook is wonderful. So you've had, you had a, a daughter. I had my daughter, Ashley, and then um, I danced in Abercadabra at the Aladdin. I mean, I like to make fun because MGM turned to Valleys, Valleys turned to Grand, the Grand? The Grand Sierra. The Grand Sierra, the Grand Sierra. And then I got into Abracadabra at the Aladdin. The Aladdin's gone. I went to the Lady Luck um, wow. with uh, Vinyas. Jose Venus, and um, Afgar and Marie Alcar and Cabaret Circus. Yeah. Um, huge cast, beautiful, beautiful costumes. Loved that show. Um, and then that was in a big tent outside of the casino. And so the people would come into our tent. It was a circus themed show. In fact, I think I have a, a picture. This was amazing how many shows are happening. Oh, here we you go. You could just go uh, and never Oh, wow. Yeah. You guys can't see this, but it's colorful. <laughs> Is that you? That's me. Oh my gosh, you're on a cover of Showbiz. Yeah. Wow. And you're getting like a really good variety. So and here's Here. another, here's Showtime. This is, is this the same our, show? Yeah, this is uh, Janet We're going to post all these. Oh, same wow. really so cute. So we had to flip those fans every night and never miss. Every night we had to flip them, like, flip them out of your hand yeah. and catch them. So you, you've got a young one at home. How long before you went back to dancing professional? I, she was a year and a half. So, I mean. I bounced yeah. back immediately. Yeah. And yeah. were you like, ready on the stage again? Oh, was I was. Right. Okay. You saw people like that? Oh. Yeah. You I mean, get... I was ready, but I, I'm i really glad that, in a way, I'm really glad I was able to do convention work with uh, Jubilee, Bluff, and Liz, and they would call me to do convention work. And it was just great for me to be able to be out there again in costume. Yeah. And, but it was a year and a half after I had Ashley, and then I got into Eric and Dad, and then everything just kind of kept... Going until I finally we we decided that we were gonna have a second child and that was five years later. So did you That's, dance after that professional? I did. I did. I did um oh I did small shows. I did a lot of uh, Troy Stern. Troy yeah, I've not met her. You her. Did you have a little bit? No, you should have been mm-hmm. Carla Vandegrift. She passed a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Long story, wrong way. Right. No, I know uh, it's so but, many so bad about. about Troy. I'm but sorry. Just small people who are doing uh, small little shows for. I, I like to say it's kind of it kind of was like business theater was for yeah for yeah shows up in, you know. Um, she made her own costumes, and then I pretty much worked that route, and then I ended up performing in some some of the shows that I choreographed as well. Um, and then I went overseas to Japan with Greg Thompson, because I just was like, I need to perform. I still need yeah. to perform. And then once once um, Andrew was born, and I, it was just kind of like, no, I was going to focus on teaching, choreographing, and just doing the choreography. choreography. came back. Yeah, the choreography. Big time. I was just like, I don't want to choreograph. There's a lot of moms that I've talked to that just still did shows. I'm like, do you get a babysitter when you're, yeah. you're getting, going, getting home for some of these shows, like at four in the morning, your kids get up or whatever, but also even just the body. Like, I, I'm i just curious. I agree a different answer. Like, I don't know if you felt different in your body after having kids and getting on stage. If you felt sometimes it's harder, sometimes it's better. Like you feel more in touch with it or. Did you have a different or was it just like oh, no. that in there right back? Which is great. I think it's so interesting to yeah. to hear what you know, motherhood and the body right. changing and some people I it's think it's like i I love my body more or like this is harder, things are not moving like things. I think it was it was more just being tired, you know, and, and doing two shows a night. And then and then my husband too, he had a full-time job. And so sometimes I'd have to drop her off where he was working, and she'd run around the the computer center <laughs> while he was trying to finish work and I would go over to the show. You know, it was just a constantly juggling and she had so much energy too. I would be sitting there you know in the afternoon and just like I'm tired, <laughs> I'm tired. But then I'd have a coffee and because you're young, yeah you just it's amazing what your body can exactly. do exactly Now I'm like uh-huh. no. I was talking the like, ladies <laughs> like in there talking like smoke backstage like, yeah. I don't know, I, that's still, I know they did, but I forgot that. Like, to see pictures with cigarettes next to costumes. Yes. But something we have our cigarette and our coffee. Yeah. Like, at 8 o'clock, that's not morning.
1: No, it's also not evening. Smoke. It's like,
0: yeah. just to get that energy going at that. Like, okay, you yeah. can't fake it. You pull all that energy. Yeah. yeah our, our day, our work day began. It's if you want to eat. And then you warm up and you put your costume for the makeup costume. Yeah. And like, yeah, kids don't understand, like mom's tired. He's tired <laughs> oh, that's why I loved Burger King. They had the ball pit. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. Cool. Just please. have fun. <laughs> she like, oh, man, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, because I think that's uh, there's a lot more moms in the business than I think I realized at the time. And like, because I like I had a dance to do with my kids a little, but that's different. But yeah. it's just the thought of like those yeah. hours are. Not children's hours. No. I think the biggest one was when Michael Darren hired, you know, we auditioned, everybody auditioned, he hired us. And then somewhere halfway through the contract, he made the realization or realized half of his cast were mothers. So he was like, I've never worked with a cast that had so many mothers. It was Carol, Mikel, myself, Barbara. There were like five out of the ten girls or whatever we were. We were... Mothers, and in fact, one of those girls—I'm not going to say because that's too personal—was still breastfeeding. So I mean, you know, yeah, that was a consideration too. Yeah, but uh yeah, I guess that's kind of a new, a new time, a new age, which know. is really great. If your career does have to end at 25, exactly. You showed me some pictures of Michael Darren's and they are incredible. And can you tell a little bit? Because yeah. you can tell. What is his big bread that people know? Hall of Duels, cold hearted snake. Most dancers have that memorized. I had a friend that the scaffolding. Got, yeah, it was so wonderful. It's kind of that Fossy and that's his. Well, we friend. did that number in, in Wild Things. So really? we had the opportunity to do that number. And what a number. Oh my gosh. How did you how did you get in with Michael Darren? I auditioned. I, I had done the Lady Luck show and when the Lady Luck show finished. There was this call for dancers for Michael Darren at the Dunes, and so a couple of us went, and we got it. And we were like, It it's like I'm. Have well, he for cold snake yes. Yeah, so he was already know known for that. Yeah, so I got a lot of people now want to work for him. But that wasn't like he was not. I the actually MTV didn't even business. know it. I didn't even know it until after I got the job that he had done that. You know, and then yeah. So when when we learned the show, from his from Jennifer. Who taught us the show? Martinez, um, who was it? Kind of his sister? I can't remember. Anyways, um, yeah. yeah, we found out we were gonna do that number. Oh my gosh! Oh, That's like some people are like I've i down to heaven. What was the rest of the show style like? Because I only really know that style. Does he have a? Oh my gosh! style. We had um, it. We had Kirby Van Rooch was also in that show too because he was an act that we had the Tigers and everything. But um, it was everything from classical jazz to pop, to Vegas style. I mean, he just truly, and man, he worked our butts off. Those shows were the hardest shows I've ever done. Yeah, and the physicality. Mean, the of- physicality of being 5'11", and you're dancing with somebody who's also 5'6" and you're doing it at the same time, at the same speed, at the same pace. That's hard to get those long legs moving that fast. And so there I was no know. height. was. Yeah. I think all these dancers under 5'8 that don't get to do some of these things because yeah. they're too short, when there's choreographers, it, it's not about the height. Like It, it was all about tough. the dancer. Yeah. But I have to say that the dunes was a big stage. I mean, it was a tall stage. It wasn't like the smaller venues that he did before. Yeah. Like, or uh, overseas, but he want, they wanted the beautiful costumes also to have a tall dancer, but the choreography was not here for a tall dancer. Yeah. But he, you know, he demanded perfection and he got it. Because the sketches <laughs> of the costumes, like, okay, there were so many things because his art was so detailed and fine, but yes. then the costume designs were incredible. So he choreographs,
1: he, he did it was
0: art and he said he did the music, lighting. It, his oh. brother did on um, his computer, that was his job, that was his business was he did record music recordings and Michael would do all the cuts, he would do all of everything, but he would have his brother do the, the actual technical part of it. He had a program that was a specific, my husband knows it, but but yeah, he did the Beans. We were up until four in the morning so that he could get them exactly right. And he did the costume, the choreography. I mean, there really wasn't anything he couldn't do. He really was an extremely talented. Wow. You got to work with some amazing people. I did. Sometimes when you're in it, you don't. Know, I mean, hopefully we kind of get it. And then afterwards, like, no, I got it. Good. It. Yeah. yeah sometimes did. it's like I wish I had <laughs> known this more, but it is when you're in it and you actually appreciate it. like. I appreciated everything. I oh, knew so, it. Yeah. You know, I knew it. Although looking back, I think I ate even more, even more so. But yeah. yeah. So what was your last because I want to get to the ones of these are some really fun pictures that we'll share. Okay. So before this wonderful thing, what was your last professional show when you just said probably no more of these? Um well it was Mr. Sheelboro Falling. Sassy and then I had injured myself at at work. I had hurt my neck lifting chairs, which I wasn't supposed to be doing, but um so she had another show that I wasn't able to begin. But that was that was the last show um professionally that you know, 2015, I think that was. Um, did you have a gap in between that of raising kids? They did. Or, okay. But you were teaching dance and I was teaching programing. and I was but I was still performing a little doing golden rainbow yeah. you know, for the AIDS benefits and the It's like the city convention things, yeah. little little shows, little choreographed shows, you know, 100 hundred, yeah. two hundred dollars whatever. But I didn't care. But then you know, to have to do commit to six months and, right. And that that kind of life sounds really great when you're raising kids like take it when you need it or, or well with a husband with a business too you know it's yeah. like and kids a home and it's just so much you just have to make that choice I and mean, yeah you, you made a great choice to do this you? That's... yeah you get to stay involved in dance but you don't have to like stay up till four in the morning true <laughs> I think mean, with my kids like just, you know, my first one slept until 8 30 I was like, You're everybody's like, like, you know, that's unusual, right? Yeah. Mine are at six thirty. I'm like, no, they know, they, they, they know my like. My well, I have to say, I, am very fortunate that my kids got inherited what my husband and I are late like people. Like for me, eight o'clock this was perfect for me because yeah. i are going to bed now. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we didn't start this till eight like thirty p.m. <laughs> I mean, my kids are the same way if they they were night owls, so they they were put to sleep, not put to sleep, they were put in <laughs> bed late. So that we could then sleep, lit. I could sleep. Yeah. Later. So, um, yeah. But it was a huge, it was a huge relief and the right thing to do to stop and be a mom and yeah. be a parent and be a wife and a teacher and a career. I mean, as if that wasn't enough, you know, all of us want to do too much. So. Yeah. So you've got some great pictures of showgirl follies. And I know Missinget from Greg Thompson. And you, was there any connection with Greg Thompson and Missinget when you worked for Greg? Was she? No, because she head? didn't. No, I did. Her, it's so funny because um, Nic, Nicola Bowe. Yes, Nicolette. Nicolette. Nicolette yeah. Bowe was actually our choreographer. But the finale was Missinget's choreography. There was that transition, it was Joe Emery oh, right. and then I think Nicolette, Marianne Lamb, who was on Broadway in mm-hmm. because she's amazing. Uh, but she did a little bit and I think it was kind of figuring out what the- Who's doing what. Yeah, and um, no, then Miss get I think, yeah, will the next thing that she's- I had like, heard about this Miss you no, and I was like, oh wow, I'd like to dance for her one day. Never realizing that it was actually gonna happen Yeah, by just being on Facebook and seeing a post by Tom Ray that Mr. Guest having the audition for for Showgirl, people who want to come back onto the stage. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> and, there, and what was there an age minimum or maximum um, on this show? I don't think so. You're not in there with 20-year-olds. So, no, there were no 20-year-olds. Okay. I think it was advertised more for like a Follies, like a Follies. Edit. Yeah. And professionals coming back on the stage. And, I think oh, it's, I like, like, it's not nice. like, oh, aren't they cute? It's like, oh my gosh, they're still really good because there's some yeah. assumption like you have to stop but there's people that are at their best later in life. Maybe they don't have to kick their face anymore and you don't have to like pummel exactly. your body but there's, I have a lady that comes to my class and she's older than me and she doesn't leap anymore. She just can walk and be like, oh my, that's the best answer in the class because she knows her she body knows and she's womanly. Body. Like I would so much rather see that than like give me another trick. I'm like, eh. I agree by hundred percent. I mean, think about, think about like Eliza Manelli, that, you know, She kept dancing and she was, she looked great. She looked yeah. amazing. So why, why do we have to stop? Just because we're supposedly past a certain age. I mean, we're still pretty decent looking people. Yeah. The stage, well, these pictures are amazing you posted. <laughs> yeah. And so what was the audition like? What was she there doing? were a lot oh. of us there. Really, there were a lot of us. I was. It was so funny. I just immediately I had my game brain, uh, my game face, my game brain. Did you have the right outfit okay, this time? My dance brain. Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. Thanks for asking. You learned from that. Yeah. <laughs> I had my black g-string on. Yay! Top, and, and I just remember. Um, I remember they were picking people, and I, oh, all of a sudden, her name's escaping me. Ah. Anyway, she pointed over. What do you think of the tall one over there? That was me. Like, what do you think of the tall one? And the student said, "Yeah, okay." And the next day, I got an email. I think. Would you be interested in? I was like, No. Oh, I think I'd like to work for someday. There it is. Yeah. And then I didn't get back to her. It was like in my head. I was so excited. And then I get the oh, second <laughs> email. Uh, did you were you interested? And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, yes. You oh, know. that's so good. They followed up. They did. Because oh, it was me. I was like, I had already said yes. Yeah, I'm already right. there. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, what was the commitment of this? It's not like a six month, 10 month yeah. contract. You're not going overseas anywhere. It's here in Vegas. It was here in Vegas. And there were two theaters the Starbright and Sutherland. And then I can't remember the name of the Henderson. Uh, so basically they booked like two weekends or something, Henderson and two at the uh, Starbreak. Right. And we just, we rehearsed at a facility that one of the, that Stacey, uh had, she had, was doing her uh, fitness and her massage. She was mm-hmm. also a massage therapist. So we had the facility there to rehearse in and um, yeah. And then she had the costume and we'd get fitted and, you're doing feathers, plan. and I think when people think fall, like let's do a parody about old people. Like, yeah, you guys yeah. went right back into like the glamour and the feathers, and because the costumes are missing again Get is amazing. She that. is, she is. How did you feel to put that back on? Awesome. Yeah, just awesome. I was just like, I have missed this. Oh, I have God. so missed this part of me. Yeah, yeah. we all yeah. have a lot of hats that we wear. Yeah this part of me that i used to go out on Friday night every week we'd go out dancing and drinking and you know yeah. having fun that i would cut loose and be me you know now i got to go back on the stage oh my gosh, so and it's also because you're not you know when you come in and you're the young you're the baby and then also yeah. like oh i'm the old one right and it starts to, but when you're in with people you're of age and it's not like you don't have to worry about like oh my like we're it's still really hard on ourselves, yeah. you know, yeah. we're like, yeah, I wish I had this a little bit, this a little bit, but honestly, we were still having a good time. Yeah, and <laughs> okay. you can support <laughs> each other. Are there, are there a lot of moms that in this oh, year? Oh, yeah. That's so that's no, no good. Man. We were pretty much all moms. We had all done that. Mm-hmm. How old were your kids when you were doing this? Well, I think my son was in high school. What was that? High years? So he was about 20. Like, and they saw that viewers, were saying they saw the show. How was that having in the audience? Because some like they, it. Re, yeah. Were you nervous at all? I wasn't. I was nervous. Sure, I was. Yeah, you know, I was nervous. had they had they seen anything like this before? When okay, that must have been like oh my gosh yeah, wow. But you know they see me in a bathing suit and stuff, and I was never shy about. Yeah, like but just see you up there with the glamour. That was cool. Yeah, and the beauty, because I think it's hard to think of moms that be like, oh my God. Indiana, that's my mom. that's yeah. my mom. That is, What a great thing for them to see. And that's why I was really so happy and appreciative just to get, you know, wanting to do this here. Yeah. Because it gave us all a fun opportunity. She does it again on an audition. Good. I would, I would come down <laughs> because I'm like, I still want to do this. Yeah. And if one of my hips falls off, you know, yeah, i am just keep on going. my I'm leg like, falls off, who cares? I'm, I'm going to keep popping going. I mean, yeah. The one-legged showgirl, when we make it famous. <laughs> Wow. Oh, so that, and it, did it stop because of COVID or? Well, I couldn't do it anymore. And then and get actually, we did a, a Suncoast. We did a couple of their I, parade. Uh, Something parade. Anyways, um, I did those still. Um, and then I I got I started to get really sick. I started getting um, autoimmune issues. And I got really ill. And so I had to just completely... Completely start taking care of myself yeah. and taking care of this ish, these issues. But um, the showgirl boot camp thing came out of that. Um, oh, really? That came yeah. the second. Day. So, so I watched I, their post and I love, love, love seeing these people get to put the glamour on and get their picture taken. Because oh, yeah. I, that's experience. It's not just sticking eyelashes and feathers, there's right. this full buildup of the why. And from so what I heard about the podcast, they spoke to somebody else about, I mean, they're trying to be very realistic as far as it's not just like you say, let's just throw this on you and have you walk around and then you can paint me. No, they're yeah. they're really trying to show them what it is like just to even be able to walk, let alone do all this amazing choreography. So I got I to wear one. A, I got to wear my finale costume from Hello Hollywood, Hello at Karen's yesterday. She oh, pulled man. out the costume. What did you wear? I had because um, I was in the Calliope. Um, okay. Tall nude, and it was the cape, and it the I you forget what the back looks like because they stick it on you. It was pink and white, and it was just beautiful. Oh, beautiful. creation it had the ball. It had the balls. Oh yes, but, yes. But they took that off and they put the feathers. It's it's so I think it was more beautiful when I saw it yesterday. I remember loving it, but everything was beautiful. So when I put it on yesterday, it was like, oh my! But it was so heavy.
1: Yeah, I and
0: Athena had told me put it on. I'm like, oh really? my gosh, we danced in these things, and then I got to put the heat wave hat on and went this is amazing and so when people think we'll just put it on they go they shrink eight inches yeah. like no you have to get taller like it's not it's it, they don't there's realize. more than just yeah parading around because a lot of those numbers especially hello hollywood tall nude or bluebell we were all dancing nobody was a mannequin yeah. and up and downstairs in heels yeah. and yeah so for people they get to have a little glamour but also go damn this is hard. they don't realize that Dancers are athletes, yeah, and you add costumes on top of what we have to do in heels or point shoes, yeah, you know. Um, it's running up and down those know. stairs for the next yes. exchange change, yeah, yes. onto the elevator, yeah. And the stage was so huge, so if you were on a stage right, you'd get to stage left. It was, you know, <laughs> most people don't walk that long on their treadmill that True. we just did, like. We were in the best shape. Oh yeah, I look we at them, had no body fat, yeah, whatsoever. It was just muscle and skin. <laughs> well, my friend Ann Green was in Jubilee, and she was talking about they did Buns of Steel backstage. I go why? Because we were already doing Buns of Steel, just doing the stairs. Like, oh, of course, dancers we want to even do more, but it's yeah. like there's nothing that can replicate. Yeah. And then the fans. Did you, no, night and day. was I didn't do fans because I wasn't in uh, that, but I did do fans in another show, and we did fans with Mr. Yet too. Oh, oh, my gosh! Yeah, the delts I look at my arms like I've never lifted a way and triceps. Oh, oh, and it's way more fun know. than lived in a weight. Like feathers <laughs> are much more fun. I don't like. It. What's your dancer own Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> give me the feathers. I I got to bring the uh, feather fans out at Karen's, and I was like kind of remembered some, but it was awkward. Like. He gave me like ten more minutes. I would have got it, but it was like, oh wow, there is more than just waving them. No, those things were big. They were. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were heavy. For you guys, but they were, they were heavier than most other fans I ever did after. Yeah. So what was what was the audience response? Who was it that came to the show? Was it like friends and family when you did Showgirl? Yes. Yeah. Was it? People that are supporting you guys? And Friends and family and Sun City residents or in Henderson uh, there's like another uh, area that is really nice out there yeah. too. It's beautiful. And honestly these are the, and the Sun Coast, when we did things here, these were affordable shows and they were shows that people just desperately wish they could go to yeah. and they were no longer being offered. And so you know, this is the iconic image of of Vegas and lounge singers and lounge style acts. Not everybody wants to go and spend a hundred dollars on a on a Cirque show, which is right. amazing, but it's not necessarily what everybody wants to always see. I'm and Still, that kind of feel of Vegas to go where is? Also, you don't have to go all the way into on the right. Strip. 5 yeah. five, ten minutes, twenty minutes at most for some people. So yeah. Do you think you'll do another one if just again? If, if, if I if I. Could yeah, I, mean, I have you know I have issues with neck. You know I want to make sure that I'm not swinging my head. Right. Well, there's a picture that you showed me of that. That looks like a Tina Turner kind oh, yes. of costume in the fringe, and that's like you guys. That looks like a Ronnie Lewis. But I know Mr. Get also has like get down and get. Oh, she can. Yeah, she can. So sure. you have the necks and the backs and the and you guys are wearing heels. Oh yeah, we we work hard. You know, I think. I think once you have worked hard, you've worked for and Get or you've worked for Michael Terry, or you've worked, there's no going back. There's no, and inside your brain, there's no going back. It's kind of like we don't allow ourselves. We're really perfectionists. Uh, even when we're older, I find myself, you know, uh, still wanting to be a really good dancer, or I don't want to really do it. You know? Right. It's like, which is, Kind of not the best way to be, probably. I mean, it's more to have fun. Yeah. But I can't. That was my thing. And if I did it poorly, I wouldn't be happy with myself. And so I think even Mr. Get probably would look at me sometimes like, what's wrong with you? Like, no, you know, because you. <laughs> you were like really taking it seriously. I was in my zone yeah. like, I for all those years. And if I wasn't going to do the job that I was happy with, then I didn't really want to do it. Yeah. Know? I never want to be like, oh, bless their heart. Kind exactly. of. <laughs> Look at you, Troy. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> yeah. There's a time like when your body is like, eh, you can still enjoy it in the yeah. we, we have to wrap up it so I hard because there's so much. And this it's has so been so, so fun, fun to actually meet you in person in your home in Las Vegas on my showroom road trip. <laughs> and this is the first uh, in person one. And we'll do a few more. And it's so, so it's so fun. fun to get to see it in the city where so much of this happened. Like I do a lot in Paris of those interviews and because so much that came out of Paris is shaped cabaret right. and then Vegas it you know it changed it kind of made its own um, yeah. style out of that before we started we were talking about the preservation yes. of this yes can you like to wrap this up like why that is important? It could be the shows or the dancers or the showgirl image or even just the Vegas yeah. that part that's going away. Like I look at I just can't see the stardust sign anymore. I mean I know it's somewhere in a Graveyard. Yeah, so there's something of driving and going, True. but I like the dune slide. And I know all this new stuff is great and new is needed. But is there anything? I just that think it, you- it really, you know, I don't think it's smart for all cities to turn into every other city. You know, and and when you start getting these the big video, like I noticed the other night, it's like I live in this town, and I was like, where did this come from? And I I think in order to stay unique. That we need to have that here. Yeah, we need to yeah. Vegas. Otherwise, it's like you could go to Tokyo. Yeah, you could go to Hong Kong. You could go to Vegas. You could go, and it's New York, and it's everything's gonna be these video screens, and it's gonna be, or is already starting to feel like it's the same city. Just nail like. that in such a way that it maybe got, it makes me sad and like. No, no, no. That's why preserving this. It's like what yeah. Miss Gedd is doing. It's like why these people are and telling Lou their stories. And- yeah, Lou Anne and Karen Burns. Like when she yeah. talks about those costumes, yeah. she's so passionate because when people don't seem to care about it anymore, it's kind of like you know, this next generation that they're not telling it most a mm-hmm. lot of us are going onward and like oh, who's telling gosh. the stories and like it's not that. You have to like validate what you did that it was and part of it was especially Vegas. Yeah. yeah. You come to show you come to Vegas to see a show and gamble and drive right. all the things people do, but and the image yeah. of the show grow. Whether whether there's huge shows or not, it, it's just who we are. And I know what we we got it from Paris and they had it first and and we brought it here and, and all that, but it's still our history now. Las Vegas has its very much of the So I really hope that. I know we're going through this this phase where we're sort of not relevant as much, but I'm thinking, I don't know, I, I guess I'm just still hoping yeah. that it stays uh, as important as it is. Uh, and dancers in general, I just think that's a whole other uh, time, a whole other get together meeting here, but you know, just appreciating and, and also paying dancers and having representation and all of that. I never understood that, but that's a whole other um, iPod. I was going to say an iPod. <laughs> that's a whole other iPod. That's a whole other iPod. As far as yeah. like representation, as far yeah. as race and all that? No, representation as far as uh, how dancers are treated. Oh, representation like ancient, uh, ancient agent agent. Yeah, agency exactly. also. Yeah, because it seems like if you go through the Socket, the dancers at the bottom and so basically it's like oh well we can just cut them out or we can pay them less and i was thinking, thinking to myself why Are they why? See dancing? the dancers and dancers and why do the stars have to get all that money and not the dancers and the stars why can't we all kind of share in that financial stability yeah but i never understood that i was telling somebody about like i used to hire a lot of dancers when the convention thing was so big like the 90s yes.
1: And dancers, I get
0: paid. They're so excited. And then if they go backstage and somebody gives some water, water, I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm so sad that we're so happy to have a bottle of water. And then, the, you know, the stars might have like a whole buffet. It's when you get a little higher up. You can actually eat at this table. But it is like we're so happy with so little because we love what we do. But but so makes like, well, don't pay them. They're having fun. Like, It's yes, not it- just fun. It's t- years of training. We're yeah. athletes. And why aren't we? That's a whole other. Then, there might, be. I think, COVID might have been a shakeup to think what is, what are we missing, and what's important, and why have we not valued it? Maybe the arts in general. Oh, I think that that's where people were reaching out, saying, "I need something to feel. I yeah. need not not just the science and the politics and all. I need to feel again." And that's I think we need this. beauty. I think that's something, beauty. and what the, uh, like beauty heals, beauty. and it's like, yeah. and everything's a screen. There's wonderful technology, but like. Right. those shows of the beauty that you get to come in and paint right. and actually see or actually see a, a musician actually play the instrument yeah. or dance or actually dance or sing or i mean maybe because we're from this community but i think in the end most people they need it they yeah need it. absolutely and you get to grow up with that. and here you are still keeping it going <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying uh, I'm going to take a picture of your artwork in the front. Okay. Can you tell so when I share it, you can get it from your mouth oh, okay painted what it is? Um, well, Terry Ritter, who's a, our local Las Vegas wonderful painter, artist, dancer, woman, and she painted a little, actually, she painted a little picture of me and I gave it to my husband for Father's Day. <clears throat> and when he saw it, and we both agreed, it's like, we need to have this bigger. And so she, I commissioned her to, to do it and she painted it. It's got some sparkle mixed in there too, <laughs> right? I want, that's the first thing you see when you walk into your glorious hall. Oh. I was like, because it, it looks iconic of that beauty and it's got the sass and it's got the confidence. It just I feel like, it captures. And it did. It was like this moment she took from the video and I was turning and she, she took that moment and she- That was from a video. That was from a video. Oh, she ca- and how she, she captured, captured it. it. Yeah. She's amazing because Jesus. it has life in that picture it's not just like when showgirls pose i mean that's beautiful too but there's movement in that i will uh, post that with oh, it because I, I was like oh my gosh this is like every dancer we should all have i think we should a giant portrait of us that our best on the wall to remind us you are a goddamn goddess <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i swore but there is something that well there's other words of here, right? but, it, but it is something <laughs> of going here. Yeah. I did that, and I think to have that reminder in your house is so great, because I know a lot of people, I'm trying to wrap this up, it's hard, have those scrapbooks put away, I'm like, oh, where is that, well, and people have been pulling it out and going, yeah. oh my gosh. That's me, I mean, this is just up in the closet, and then I would force my friends to watch a video or two, <laughs> and I would be like, you're going to watch me because I danced in the 84 Olympics, you're going to watch me, not opening and closing, and love like okay. Oh, what? Yeah, with <laughs> Lionel <Ritchie. laughs> Yeah, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so that was the extent of it until Terry Ritter did that. And I was like, this is awesome. That's an amazing. Yeah, gift. yeah. And I just went with it. I had my friend interview me for the one-year anniversary. A lot of, I call it amusing with the podcast, because there's a lot of really processing why I think this I is listened. so important. They yeah. I mean, I talked about some trauma leading up to yeah. Vegas and how being in the show has actually done a lot of healing. Yeah. But, I, but when I, I said how when I post the pictures I get so excited the day before like when I do yours I'd be so excited to show your pictures <laughs> because I love the photos but I also love that people see the photos and go that's my friend or they see themselves in the backstage. But I, so what's nice is like I want to share my photos but my friends don't. Under, they can go oh that's pretty but it's different when you get to sh- we get to share with each other and go I like that and I also what I like about your podcast is that I would listen to people that I know personally. I've danced or I've worked with. But then there were things that I was like, you did? Yeah, you're there, and you're, you're like, oh, I didn't know that about you. Yeah. And yeah. you know, you can't know everything right. about, and that's good, that's fine. But that's what's so cool about yeah. it. It's I really think as we get to like kind of yeah. say, oh my gosh, look how beautiful, and and not feel like, I feel kind of weird saying, look how beautiful, watch me, I did this. Look at me, look at me. Yeah. But you know what, look at Wait, me. But look at me, it's, it's like, oh me. Oh, me. oh me, It's like yeah. yeah, I have a big giant picture. <laughs> which also I think is so good that boldness in a way to not hide that and put the scrapbook somewhere and just have it right there and go and I think it was really just recently that you know when she did this that I was okay with it because otherwise I did feel kind of like you know here I am you know in this big beautiful home and now my picture's up here but it's not just my picture, it's it's, it's yeah, it's it captures showgirls, you know, if that ended up somewhere in a museum one day or whatever. I am gonna said I didn't know it was you, I might have thought you had a beautiful showgirl piece, and then that was, yeah, but it is. I feel like you captured it's in Vegas and this beautiful exactly. thing that's going away. I put it boldly under your wall. I that's what I feel like. This has been so wonderful. Yeah. I agree. I'm still awake. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna go super loopy when I leave here. So, I'm you know, so tired, but I, this was so so great to kind of. So Thank you. It's so good good to meet you in person. Me too. I'm so happy to have you here. So So maybe we can get a little video of you for Bluebells around the world. Also, if you listen to this and you weren't in the first one, you want to give me a video, I'm putting another one together of all the Bluebells that I've interviewed or haven't yet. And then we just connect it like this little bit of choreography, like we're still dancing together. All ages, all over the world that we're still sharing it. So thank you. You And we can say goodbye together because we're on the same recording. So goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Bluebells. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, everybody.